Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Here we are at day number 30 of the Through the Bible in a Year series of the PC Speaking Podcast. Uh, January 30th, if you're following the yearly calendar, uh, today we are reading from Exodus chapters 10 through 12 and Matthew chapter 20 over in the New Testament. Uh, Monday through Friday, we visit scripture from the Old and New Testament. Saturday, we look to the Psalms and Proverbs. And Sunday, we have a memory verse and we expound on the passage that we find the memory verse in. Well, Let's do a bit of an overview, then we'll do the reading, and then we'll come back with a few just brief devotional thoughts, meditations for today as we go on our way. Exodus chapter 10, more plagues today. Um, they keep keep escalating. Things are not going well for Pharaoh or the Egyptians. Uh, locusts devour what's left of the crops after the hail, and you think about what that means for the people of Egypt. Um, you know, that means... Well, poverty and famine are on their way. But Pharaoh, he just refuses to relent. On to Exodus chapter 11, God warns the final plague, death of the firstborn, and prepares Moses for the Israelites coming departure from Egypt. And there's a big contrast between what's happening with the Egyptians and the Israelites in these passages. Exodus chapter 12 we have the instructions for the Passover, and the Israelites are instructed, mark their doorposts with the blood of the Passover lamb to protect their household from the final plague. And this is the beginning of the Passover for the Israelites, which they will continue to practice. Even still today, they practice the Passover in memory of what God did for them and delivering them from Egypt. And for Christians, it the Passover points to the greater spiritual truth and reality of the blood of Jesus. Then over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 20, Jesus shares the parable of the workers in the vineyard, which emphasizes how God rewards his workers, regardless of their the time of their labor, which is interesting to think about. Also in Matthew 20, Jesus heals two blind men, and he concludes by emphasizing the importance of selfless service and makes a statement that he came to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Um, something that might be worthwhile to consider, interesting to consider as we read today, is the distinction God makes between those who are and who are not his people and uh, the way each of them fares through the plagues that we read about in Egypt. All right, let's go to our reading for the day. Exodus chapter 10 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I might show these signs of mine before him, in order that you may tell in the hearing of your son and your son's sons what things I have done in Egypt and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let my people go, indeed tomorrow I will bring locusts into your territory and they shall cover the face of the earth such that no one will be able to see the earth. What's more, they shall eat the remainder of that which is escaped. 
that which remains to you from the hail, and shall eat every tree which grows for you out of the field. And they shall fill your houses and the houses of all your servants and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither your fathers nor your father's fathers have seen since the day that they were on the earth until this day. And he turned and went out from Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, how long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go so that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet know that Egypt is destroyed? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh and he said to them, go serve the Lord your God but who are the ones that shall go? And Moses said, we will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds, we will go for we must hold a feast to the Lord. Then he said to them, the Lord indeed be with you when I let you and your little ones go, beware for evil is before you. Not so, go now you that are men and serve the Lord for that is what you desire. Then they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts so that they may come up upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail is left. So Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt. Then the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. The locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and settled down in the territory of Egypt. They were very grievous. Even never before had there been such locusts as they, nor would there be such ever again. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they ate every herb of the land, and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. As a result, nothing green remained there in the trees or herbs of the field through all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, please forgive my sin only this once and entreat the Lord your God so that he may take away from me this death only. So he went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. So the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and threw them into the Red Sea. No one locusts remained in all the territory of Egypt, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward the heavens so that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, a darkness which may be felt. So Moses stretched forth his hand from the heavens and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not seek one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, go serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds be detained. Even let your little ones also go with you. But Moses said, you must also give us sacrifices and burn offerings so that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock will go with us also. Not a hoof will be left behind for we must take them to serve the Lord our God. And we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we get there. But the Lord hardened his heart or hardened Pharaoh's heart and would not let them go. So Pharaoh said to him, get away from me, watch yourself. Do not see my face anymore. For in the day you see my face, you shall die. Then Moses said, as you wish, I will never see your face again. Exodus chapter 11. Now the Lord said to Moses, I will still bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he surely shall thrust you out from here altogether. Speak now in the hearing of the people. And let every man borrow his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor articles of silver and articles of gold. Then the Lord gave the people in favor in sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of the Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. 
Moses said, thus says the Lord, about midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. From the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn maidservant that is behind the mill, as well as all the firstborn of beasts. Then there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there has never been, nor shall ever be again. But against any of the children of Israel, a dog will not even move his tongue against man or beast in order that you may know how that the Lord distinguishes between Egypt and Israel. Then all these your servants shall come down to me and bow themselves to me saying, get out and all the people who follow you. After that, I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in great anger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh shall not listen to you so that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. Chapter 12. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be the beginning of months to you. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a household. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to what each man shall eat, divide the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it up until the 14th day of the month. And then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the houses, which they shall eat. They shall eat the flesh of that night roasted with fire, and they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat it raw, nor boil it at all with water, but roasted with fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. And you shall let nothing of it remain until morning, but that of it which remains until morning you shall burn with fire. In this way shall you eat, with your waist girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood shall be you to you for a sign on the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. This day shall be a memorial to you and shall keep it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall keep it a feast by an eternal ordinance. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day, you shall be put away, shall put away leaven out of your houses. Whoever eats leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day, there shall be a holy convocation. And on the seventh day, there shall be a holy convocation for you. No manner of work shall be done on them, but that which every man must eat that only may be prepared for you. You shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for on the very day I brought you out of the land, brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day throughout your generations as an ordinance forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day, on the month at the evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. Seven days shall there be no leaven found in your houses. For whoever eats that which is leavened, that person shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel. Whether he be a stranger or born in the land, you shall eat nothing leavened. In all your dwellings, you shall eat unleavened bread. 
Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, draw out and take for yourselves a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover lamb. You shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and apply the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out from the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to kill the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not permit the destroyer to come to your houses to kill you. And you shall observe this thing as an ordinance to you and your sons forever. Then you enter the land which the Lord will give you according to as he has promised that you shall observe this service. And when your children say to you, what does this service mean? That you shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our households and the people bowed down and worshiped. Then the children of Israel went and did so just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. So they did. At midnight, the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon and all of the firstborn of livestock. Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house there where that was not someone dead. Then he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, rise up, And get out from among my people, both of you, the children of Israel, and go serve the Lord, as you have said. Also take your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. The Egyptians urged the people so that they might send them out of the land in haste, for they said, we all will be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened, with their kneading troughs being bound up in their clothes on their shoulders. Now the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses. And they requested of the Egyptians articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they gave them what they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. Then the children of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot besides children. A mixed multitude also went up with them along with flocks and herds, a large amount of livestock. They baked unleavened cakes of the dough which they had brought forth out of Egypt, for it was not leavened because they were driven out of Egypt and could not linger, nor had they prepared for themselves any food. Now the short journey of the children of Israel who lived in Egypt was 430 years. And at the end of the 430 years, on the very day, all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. It is a night to be observed to the Lord for bringing them out from the land of Egypt. This is that night for the Lord to be observed by all the children of Israel in their generations. So the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may eat of it, but every man's servant bought with money when you have circumcised him may eat it. A foreigner or a hired servant shall not eat of it. In one house shall it be eaten. You shall not carry any of the flesh outside of the house, nor shall you break a bone of it. All the congregation of Israel shall keep it. Now, when a stranger sojourns with you and keeps the Passover of the, to the Lord, let all the males be circumcised and let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land. However, no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. The same law apply to him that is a native to the stranger who sojourns among you. So all the children of Israel did it. They did just as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And that same day, the Lord brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their hosts. Matthew chapter 20. 
For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Then he went out about a third, about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did likewise. About the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to first. When they who were hired about the 11th hour came, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. But each of them received, likewise received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I will give it give to this last one even as I give to you. It is not lawful for me to do, is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first will be last for many are called, but few are chosen. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside on the road and said to them, Now we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. But on the third day he will rise. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked for a certain thing. He said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Grant that these two sons of mine may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom." But Jesus answered, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the cup that I am to drink and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. He said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit at my right hand and my left is not mine to grant, but is for those whom it is prepared by my father. When the ten heard, they were moved with indignation against the two brothers. But Jesus called to them and said, You know that the rulers of Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. It shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you, let him serve you. And whoever would be first among you, let him be your slave, even as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. As they departed from Jericho, a large crowd followed him. There were two blind men sitting by the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. The crowd rebuked them that they should be silent. But they cried out even more, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Jesus stood still and called them, saying, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be open. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes immediately. Their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Well, that's our reading for today. Um, just a couple of thoughts before we wrap up. Exodus 10 through 12 reveals God's faithfulness in delivering the Israelites from Egypt through the plagues and the institution of the Passover. Um, something to remember, is, as we read, is that the Israelites had, were slaves in Egypt for 430 years, and 
think about a time <clears throat> when you maybe have struggled with God's timing and his timeline and how it made it different from your own. And how does the Israelites journey from 430 years of slavery to freedom line up with your view of God's timing? And over in the New Testament, reflect on the parable of the workers in the vineyard from Matthew chapter 20. And think about how everyone was was paid the same regardless of how long they'd work. And how does that challenge your understanding of God's grace and fairness in his kingdom? And it's interesting how sometimes our old and our New Testament, they kind of have some similar themes and tie in together a bit. I kind of see that happening today. But that's our reading for today. And I hope to speak to you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums start beating, my soul.